Get ready, Ohio. FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, is coming to the Buckeye State. And to kick things off, you can get started with $100 in free bets as an early sign-up bonus. Plus, when you sign up today with promo code OHIOSB, you'll be all set for when FanDuel goes live in Ohio. Then you can bet on all your favorite teams and all your favorite sports with $100 in free bets. Just download FanDuel's top-rated sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Ohio, this is your chance to get in on the action. Join today with promo code OHIOSB. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 plus and present in Ohio. Bonus issued in non-withdrawable free bets that expire seven days after FanDuel accepts its first real money sports wager in Ohio on one Unique user identity verification required. Offer ends on the go-live date. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. You're a holiday powerhouse. You host the dinners, shovel neighbors, sidewalks, and make everything from scratch. You definitely don't need help making the holidays happen. But Dunkin's Holiday Blend Coffee? A warming medium roast complete with sweet notes of dried fruit and molasses. Or a cranberry orange muffin made with real cranberries just might convince you a little help never hurt. Especially the hot caffeinated kind. America runs on Duncan. Present participation may vary. Limited time offer. Terms apply. First time in a long time, but it seems like just yesterday when we were side by side. Beast mode, no one's blocking our way. <laughs> These other guys tried it, but them man ain't got the skills of Braden and Davy, brazen and raging, bringing you the drills and spills. Right here in full gear, about to blow up like TNT. Us man are too sweet, Brady, DVP, the BD elite Right here in full gear, about to blow up like TNT Us man are too sweet, Brady, DVP, the BD elite Hello Hello, hello, hello Braden Harrington here with Davey Portman for BD Elite you found us on any podcast app you're using, and of course, we're live. Live on twitch.tv slash podcast. Hello, Twitch room. Hello. How are you doing? Yeah, we're hanging out. It's another uh, brunch with the BDE. Yeah. On a nice Thursday. Just uh, got the night off work. Yeah, now you're hyped. You, so I, I'm happy. You were like, you were in a good mood, but then you were now in even a better mood. Yeah, it's been a thunderstorm tonight, yeah. and I'm I'm working on this great big patio with no cover. So uh, you've got tickets to this this demand, demand lucha tonight, and uh, boss just messaged me like, "Hey, who wants a night off due to thunderstorms?" And I was like, "Wouldn't mind." He is actually the champion of a rival promotion. So he's demand like, lucha. What show do you want to go to? And I said. Demand Lucha, he's like, nah, sorry. <laughs> you have to work now. You have to work. <laughs> uh, does this mean we can uh, try to get get a session with uh, Gringo Loco? We got, yeah. We're gonna have to me- I'm going to message well, we him. We need to play 2K before we go, have him as champion, take a photo, <laughs> right, and be right, like... Right. Yeah. Right, we'll do that after the show. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Demand Lucha is tonight in Toronto. I mean, by the time you're listening to this, it, it already happened. But they do have another show advertised uh, next month. And I think Gringo Loco's back. I think they got Speedball, Mike Bailey. Um, I think my alarm's going off. I heard it's reminding you to do the show. Right? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and I think uh, I heard on post that Brett is doing Greek Town at uh, the Phoenix or something. 
Oh, okay. They were teasing someone big was yeah, coming by. Yeah, Brett's coming. That's huge. I mean, yeah. they're doing the Sweaty Teddy, Ted Reeves Arena. Ted Reeves, yeah, that's it. So, I mean, that's Ted a pretty Reeves. big, like, Toronto yeah. wrestling thing. That was Ring of Honor's camp for One so of the best long. venues for wrestling <laughs> in, in the world is the Ted Reeves Absolutely not. Arena. No. Uh, yeah, uh, that's crazy. I, I'm so happy that there is indie wrestling, uh, like, coming back here, at least in Ontario and Toronto and stuff like that. I know it's been everywhere you know, through the pandemic, you know, there's been a lot of wrestling going on through the pandemic. I wonder why (laughs) they were allowed to do that through the pandemic. Yeah. Yeah, So what's going on there? Uh, I don't know. Uh, It seems like there was some GCW stuff going around, people posting screenshots, calling other people out for faking fake COVID tests. tests and okay. I'm, like, they're making it sound like this guy, it's like this big operation, fake COVID tests. I mean, you, you just draw the line. Yeah. It, don't you? <laughs> like, I don't know why you need a guy to do that. You just yeah. you just draw a line and be like, yeah, I'm good. Yeah, how do you think I got back to Mexico <laughs> in December? <laughs> yeah, like, I feel... <laughs> Joking. Yeah. yeah. Uh, um, it's, it's, it's tough. It's weird. Because uh, obviously, like wrestling fans, you want to support like these indie promotions and stuff like that. It's just a little, it's a little odd. It's mm-hmm. like, okay, I mean, y- you know, uh, trying to keep your, your company afloat and, you know, having shows and do all this stuff, but then now coming out that maybe they were going about it the wrong way. Definitely, definitely not cool. But I, what I'm trying to say is I'm happy that indie wrestling is, is coming back. Because like here in Toronto, we were, we didn't have anything like right before the pandemic. Indie wrestling definitely took a, a dive mm. in, in this city, at least. So I'm just happy that we're seeing it kind of flourish here. But yeah, I am. It is interesting seeing that GCW stuff. And uh, like, I, I kind of hope they come out okay because it was a good platform for so many wrestlers yeah. and stuff. And I'm not defending that it. It's it was a bad thing, but you know, no, like you, you need GCWs out there for these. Right? Like, like, not everyone's going to be WWE and AEW, and you need the the indies to yeah. kind of thrive. And I think GCW is definitely taking that sort of number three. It's kind of got the old like ROH spot. It feels doesn't yeah, it? Like, yeah. um, so it would be a shame. Uh, but guys, stop stop doing naughty things. And that that goes to everyone. Yeah, you take one thing away go. from this podcast. Yeah. Stop doing naughty things. We did some naughty things last night. Uh, we went out to sing some karaoke. We did. Um, we, we we both tried. To, we both done different songs the last two nights, haven't we? We've been trying new songs at karaoke. Yeah. You did Chicken Fried. Yeah. Little bit of Chicken Fried. And I did Stacey's But Mom. I do it in my accent. The British accent. So I accent. don't do it like country at all. <laughs> With a little bit of Chicken Fried. Chicken Fried, fried and cold <laughs> beer on a Friday night. It was great. Uh, Stacy's mom was my choice. That's what you did. Yeah, You've I done know. that before, I think, haven't you? I don't think I have. I love that song. That's why I was like, "Wow, why have I never done?" Then this we had song? an Avril night the night before. The night before, we both did Avril songs. Yeah. Uh, someone thought we lost a bet. I was gonna do something else, and then after you did uh, Skater Boy, I was like, "It's gotta be. It's gotta be complicated." Yeah. The the better Avril, Avril song. song. Oh, not a- Alexa Bliss's new Avril theme. She has got Avril now, hasn't she? Yeah, I think it's Bite Me. That's cool. Thing. Yeah, something like that. Weird. Like, they give everyone, like, such generic... Like, th- it's the most generic the music's ever been, yeah. I think, in WWE. 100%. And then they're like, yeah, but you get Avril Lavigne. Unless Sorry Avril- we didn't do anything with you for six months. Here's Avril. Because Avril is friends with her hubby. Avril was at her wedding. Yeah, I feel she... 
Bliss has friends with a few. So I'm wondering if they got like a deal or something. Because yeah, maybe I don't know how it works. But even Jericho's like, yeah, gave I gave her to- a free doll for a. Jericho's mentioned about music. He's had to pay for his own fucking music. Yeah, it's licensing. He, it's, yeah, it's what he's with Sony or whatever it is. Which I mean, I know there's a wrestling podcast, but uh, the 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 new thing these days is like bands or artists selling their catalog. Mm. And like, oh, uh, Justin Timberlake. I know, that's what I'm bringing up. Justin Timberlake sold his his like all his music for 100 mil. I think that is really low for Justin Timberlake. To, to who? What, Disney? Is, yeah. Is who, his music just going to yeah. be Marvel films selling? and Star Wars now? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the next like, level what, of the multiverse. Where, what are you going to... like? It, it's weird, because I know um, The Offspring did it a few years ago, and again, I was like, yo, that's a lot, that's low for your music, considering you're still allowed to play it, you still have, you know, you wrote it, and you, you made it, but it's it's interesting that artists will, like, sell out their entire catalog to someone. I, I'm assuming Whereas it's too... then you've got, like, on the reverse of that, it's like Taylor Swift re-releasing music, but, right. like, under, like, herself. It wasn't it like yeah. her own music so she, that she did? Like she's allowed to and... re-record her albums. Yeah, so she's re-recording albums, and turns out she's made hundreds of millions more dollars doing it. Yeah, so why would you you do that? It's kind of like Tony Khan being like, "Oh, I can't do all in, so I'll do all out," and now I fucking own Ring of Honor, so I could do all in if I wanted to. Yeah. So what? <laughs> All Out will always be in Chicago, but it's not to say All In. Yeah, hey, uh, it looks like Tony Khan was doing some press last last night around uh, Double or Nothing this weekend. We'll get into some predictions. And it turns out that he said something along the lines of All Out is a Chicago tradition, and he doesn't take things lightly, traditions lightly. So he's going he's gonna to keep All Out in Chicago. The thirstiest wrestling town ever. They need more wrestling in Chicago. Yeah. I, I hope this isn't true. I wonder if it's a little... Uh, I'm trying to find the actual comment. But, uh, yeah, it just seems very odd to just do, you know, Forbidden Door and then all out, back to back in Chicago. But maybe it's because they'll do a all-in in September instead, which can be elsewhere. Well, we were saying, like, Grand Slam was, like, that New York one they did. Uh, we We... We do think that they are coming to Toronto with something planned. I just, I think, I think it's in the cards there. But. And they're testing the water with Gringo Loco first, right? And then Gringo Loco coming over. Yeah, they need to get Gringo Loco in. He'd be great. AW. Yeah, I do think. Uh, Join the baddies. <laughs> I'll be their plug. Yeah, I do think AEW will come to Toronto. It is unfortunate if that is true about you know. Hey, it, it is cool that they always had that pay per view in Chicago, but then they started being like, and here's a show in Chicago, and oh, we have a new show that's a cross promotion with New Japan. What better place to do it than Chicago? Chicago. It's like okay, we get it. The Chicago people like wrestling. Yeah, we need Scrump in the front row always. Every show, Pro Scrump's tees. become the green, uh, the guy in the green smiley face shirt, hasn't he? Yeah, Scrump. Don't be that. He's guy. become Brock Lesnar. Guy. <laughs> <laughs> He's just always there. Yeah, I'm watching Dynamite from Vegas. I think I think I'm safe from seeing any Chicago people other than CM Punk on the show. And nope, there he is. There he is, row. front row. Yeah, yeah, good stuff. Good old scrum. Uh, yeah, so I, I I do think that I do hope Toronto gets a AEW show in the near future. But from some comments from TK, it's sounding like now nah, we're going to get all out in 
in Chicago. But if they do choose to use All In, since now they do own the rights to All In and Ring of Honor and all that stuff, they recently did a merch drop where they started reselling all these old All In mm. exclusives from that show, which I'm like, hey, we have the All In poster that we bought at Starcast when we went in our apartment, but we don't, I don't have Cody any. in the butts. Yeah, we need to change the, put Kenny's face on the front of it. <laughs> but we don't have any of the, the merch and stuff. So it is interesting that they re are reselling those things. So I am going through that thing where I'm like, ah, I'm going to a couple of shows soon. I yeah. kind of want some new, new merch. New, new Where am I rocking? Shirts. I saw that Hangman shirt last night, kind of like that. Hangman Ranch. Hangman Ranch, yeah. yeah. Um, Need a need a baddies shirt. Do they have a shirt? I, I hope so. Yeah. I want to be. I want to be in the. I, I've got a chance in Rochester, front row. Yeah. I want to be. Want to be a baddie. We all have a chance. Yeah. To be a baddie. It's it, the the Hookhausen shirt. I know you want that one. Yeah, I really, really yeah. want that one. Uh, a lot of these shirts aren't very good, to be honest. I don't like AEW <laughs> shirts. To to be honest, a lot of them don't really do it for me. That's why I like that uh, ranch one. It's that one it's a little stands different. out. Yeah, yeah, that one stands out. Cowboy shit stands out. Yeah. Just don't like black shirts. Anymore. I love black too shirts. Too but, many. You know, all cowboy shit. Uh, so yeah, double or nothing is this weekend. We, we oh, it's got got your favorite friend. No hat. So no, no cap. Hat. No, it's no hat. No hat. <laughs> no cattle. No hat moss. Yeah. <laughs> mad ca- mad hat. Mad hat moss. Uh, Double or Nothing's this weekend. We're going to be hanging around and watching it at home. We're going to have a few people over. And I think you're working the next day or something like that. So we might be doing a review of Double or Nothing on the Monday at some time. So it will be a little delayed from us. But we know you're going to check out Post Wrestling, John Away first. So go check their review out live after the show on Sunday. But at some point on this free feed and on Twitch Monday, we will be doing a Double or Nothing review. And we might have a, a friend of the show joining us a, now. A guest, a world champ. Look, us. we don't want to toot our own, horn, our own horn here, but we are nice guys. We're nice, friendly people, and we take care of our own. And just like our own take care of us, we have a, a long-time listener. He's a young cap. You may have heard he does some stuff for post-wrestling. He helps out a bunch, does a lot of MMA coverage. In fact, some of you may own a shirt with his name on it. MMA Marcotte. <laughs> what is it? I don't M. know M. how to... M.M. Marcotte. M.M. Marcotte. Yeah, Eric Marcotte. Uh, he's a post-wrestling contributor and friend of the show. Uh, he was the guy who signed up to our Patreon when we hadn't even announced it to a soul. Yeah. And somehow this fucking guy found it and he signed up. He's been a patron for for quite a while now. Uh, he said he was going through some, some, some hard times. And we thought, well... That still means you can watch Double or Nothing at home on pay-per-view. He said, yeah, but, you know, he's watching it by himself. So he lives five hours away from us in Sudbury, Ontario. Beautiful Sudbury. Beautiful Sudbury. We thought, that's no way to watch Double or Nothing. Spend your Double or Nothing Sunday. So we got him a flight to (laughs) Vegas, and he's going to Double... No. We got him a bus from Sudbury to Toronto, and he's coming to hang out with us. Yeah. God damn it. Looking forward to it. Yeah, uh, this guy's been following us for a while, and we thought, hey, man, we really want you to come over, so uh, that's happening. So please send... It's be a bit of a party. Yeah, so follow the, the socials, the Facebook group, and the Twitter, and all that stuff, because there'll be uh, some, some shenanigans, but uh, we're really excited to just have some friends over and watch some friends. wrestling. Yeah, exactly. Wrestling that's what friends. this is all about, so uh, we're, we're a little excited. Uh, I'm going to take him around the city. We're going to have to show him some spots. Maybe we'll take him out to karaoke. Yeah, Monday night. White Claws. Or Sunday night, yeah. Sunday night. Monday Sunday night, night Toby's. Yeah. Uh, I think uh, get some Yellowtail. He loves Yellowtail. Um, yeah. We'll get him singing. Yeah. What What will we get, get him to sing, do you think? 
Uh, I know he's a big fan of the band Saliva. Okay. Josie Scott. Yeah. Let's get him to sing some of that. Yeah, sounds good to me. <laughs> uh, so we're excited about it. So that's coming to the Patreon this week. <laughs> it's Eric MMAR Cot. <laughs> uh, yeah, saliva. exactly. Uh, we're super excited because it'll be a fun uh, wrestling little weekend here. So uh, yeah, that, that Double or Nothing show will be back. We will be back uh, Tuesday night with Up Next and then I think Wednesday night for a new uh, BD Elite, this show, chatting all about Dynamite. So all the shows coming out here on the free feed, all the content, and uh, thanks for being part of the community. See, we like our community. We do. We treat ours well. Um, I'm trying to think of what else. We have, obviously, a Patreon, which you should definitely check out. We just did a show. I'm going to upload it, I think, later today. Uh, because Double or Nothing is based around putting the chips on the table. Casinos, gambling. Yeah. Well, WWF did Fully Loaded. In 2000, it's one of your favorite pay-per-views. So we watched it, and we did a review of it. Yeah, recorded that yesterday. That was a lot of fun to talk about, and I think it's during, obviously, one of the most popular times in wrestling. Um, A show which has a lot, not just the matches, but a lot of things I remember very clearly from this era of wrestling. Edge and Christian, Commissioner Mick, uh, Food Poisoning. Don't be a lot lot of ass. A lot of talk about each other's ass. Lots of ass. In 2000. Uh, yeah, that was fun, and we'll be dropping that in the next uh, day or so, uh, as well as we've got our new episode of, almost said was next, because mm-hmm. it feels like it was next. Uh, we've gone back to 2017 uh, slash 16. It was a tape show uh, over in Melbourne, Australia, NXT. Uh, we were joined by world champion patron Chris Thunder, another one supported us from day one. And yes. he's picked this Aussie NXT show he was at featuring Samoa Joe versus Nakamura in a steel cage. Yeah, so those two podcasts we recorded this week, that's coming out. Of course, if you sign up, it's only five bucks. You get those podcasts. You get everything from last week, the week before that, the months before that. There's a whole catalog of retro NXT, movie reviews, pay-per-view reviews, best matches ever, all that stuff. Five bucks, North American tier, is what we do here, and it's uh, all these podcasts at your leisure. But uh, go check us out. Do it. You'll love it, I swear. I promise. Uh, we got the Owen Hart best match ever, which is uh, fitting to this week with the whole Owen Hart Foundation. The his, This month, really, is why I guess they're doing it. Is obviously, his birthday was a few weeks ago, but then, um, obviously, the, passing, the, the well. passing of him, which, uh, yeah, definitely a sad day for wrestling fans. But uh, we did him some honor there, talking all about the best of him. So just all these other podcasts, go check us out. Uh, and uh, we're working on that June schedule, which is looking stacked, guys, because it's going to be crazy month of June. So I can't wait for that. Uh, yeah, back to a lot of film reviews next month. We're also going to be joined by a guest for Best Match Ever, which is is in the works nice. at the moment. Excellent. So good stuff. Uh, have you Before Dynamite, have you watched any of... Uh, we got to support the AEW guys going over to the North Americans... I need a big catch up. Maybe, yeah. maybe today with with not going to work now. Uh, you're talking about the Super Juniors, best of the Super yeah, Juniors. Yeah, no, I, I haven't caught any of it yet. So I, I want to do a, a catch up and kind of look at the best matches from each day. Yeah, uh, look at some, you know, grapple ratings, cage match ratings. See what I should cherry pick. Uh, message me as well at Davey Portman. You got to cherry pick. Yeah. The... Have you seen any yet? I have. I watched uh, Wheeler Yuta versus. I think I watched him versus two people. Despy was one of them. Okay. Um, I, I think Willie Ute is just, it's working, whatever they're doing. Like, this is exactly how you, you make someone you did what they did with him in AEW and now ship him off to a tournament. Yeah. Put on bangers. That's the way people are going to become huge fans of this guy. 
Yeah, uh, it will be interesting to see if uh, who's going to be in the G1. Um, I yeah. would I would hope for Mox and Danielson, and I think it makes sense. And maybe that's why they're kind of tied up in not like a. I mean, I think the the ten man is going to be fun, but you would think they'd be involved in more singles thing going on at the moment. Yeah. So I think maybe they're kind of just chilling them for the G1. G1, Moxley, Danielson, Miro, if he's if he's back. I could see them putting a few different people mm. in that tournament. So yeah. And I heard that they're going to be allowed to clap and cheer in Japan. Amazing. That's so a, that's a real change. Yeah. yeah. I, I'm excited for that. But yeah, shout out Wheeler Yuta. Uh, shout out, what, the Taco Bell guy eating someone's bum? Okay. In the... T- Best of a lot of ass, more Lots ass. Lots of ass. Lots of ass. Uh, yeah, there's just a lot going on. And uh, rest in peace, Ray Liotta. Rest in peace, Ray Liotta. Man. Yeah. Yeah. I know Goodfellas is one of your favorite films. Right? It is. Yeah. It is. I have the the Blu-ray signed by Hill, but not signed by Ray Liotta. Not the real Ray. Liotta. Man, I I love that movie, and I do. That guy has made a lot of bad movies too in the long like. I know he did the Sopranos one, and I, it was I did a review of it with Sino actually on this. Oh yeah, the many and it was okay. He was good in it actually. I thought he was really good in it. But uh, yeah, Goodfellas is definitely one of my all time favorites, and uh, it's pretty sad. He was only what in his sixties, sixty seven. Yeah. yeah, that's 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 definitely not uh, cool. But I mean, movie star lifestyle definitely uh, yeah. can catch up to you. But yeah, Rip Rip uh, Ray Liotta. I liked him in that B movie. The B movie, isn't it? Him playing himself is really in that. What the animated B movie? Yeah, it's really fucking dumb. <laughs> Even Jerry Seinfeld's like, "Yo, I'm so sorry for making that movie. <laughs> <laughs> we should never have sexualized a B." <laughs> Good stuff. Should we get into dynamite? So what? He was mad because they did sexualize a B. Well, Jerry was a plays a B. Okay. That, like, marries a woman that then, like, sues people because what? he's a bee? Have you never seen or heard I've, of bee I, movies? I've, I've just seen, like, the posters and the trailers. Yeah, won, like, three Oscars. It's, like, uh, one of the, considered one of the best movies of our generation. So, wait, a bee... What, right? Sorry, Jerry Seinfeld turns into a bee. I don't think he's... he tur- always a bee? Yeah, I think he's, he's, he's already... He's always a bee, and he... What, loves Renee Fre- Zellweger? Fresh out of college, Barry the Bee finds the prospect of working with Honey uninspiring. He flies outside the hive for the first time and talks to a human, breaking a cardinal rule of his species. Barry learns that humans have been stealing and eating honey for centuries and realizes that his true calling is to obtain justice for his kind by suing humanity for theft. Wow. So the bees sue humans for using their honey. Okay. Yeah. Are we reviewing it next month in honor of Ray Liotta? Yeah, yeah that's the movie we'll that's use. The movie. It's coming up to its 15th anniversary in November. This this could be the start to the the hype. We had a big November review last year with Loch Ness. We need to build up this the November. Movie. November 2nd, 2022, a B movie. Coming soon. Yeah. Wow, I'm excited. B movie. Yeah, I love it. Oh, the the sequel came out this year. There's no sequel. Get out of here. It's produced by DreamWorks and distributed by Universal Pictures, released on February 5th, 2022. Huh. I don't believe that there was a B second movie one. B-movie 2. Like, there's just no, no way. Wait, maybe not. No, come on. You're lying. Don't lie. It's... <laughs> Barry B. Benson is now the most famous bee in the human world. Um, sorry. Yeah, Ray Liotta However, does play However, a spider plans to crush <laughs> Barry's fandom. I don't believe it. Uh, the, the 
the Twitch chat is denying your B2 uh, <laughs> references. They're saying it's false. Fake news. Fake. False. Fabricated. So Didn't happen. Made it up. <laughs> uh, let's chat about some I Dynamite. Think so. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to our B movie review. <laughs> I think we got it now. Let's chat about Dynamite from Wednesday, May 26th. From Vegas, Ooh. Viva Las Vegas. We know some people that are there. Yeah, I think Benno uh, and Steph. Yeah, wow, that's awesome. I hope they're having a good time. And Scrump and all the PWT people. I'm mm-hmm. sure. Uh, so this would be a fun weekend. I, I wanted to do last week in Vegas was EDC, and like I just don't know if you could spend a whole week just fully fully raging in Vegas. It would that would definitely kill me. And then go see then go. thirteen matches on. <laughs> On AEW. Would you, like, I just didn't trust myself with a whole week. Like, you need four days and you're like, I'm good. I'm going home now. But, like, to, the weekend of yeah. wrestling would be lit, 100%. If you got there, like, yesterday or today, yeah, it was going to be a good time. Uh, we start off with a cage match. Wardlow versus Sean Spears. And if Wardlow wins, he gets his match with MJF mm. at the pay-per-view to get his contract Freed, renewed, whatever. That but means. you've got MJF as the ref in this. Oh. He's not allowed to touch MJF. No. Um, yeah, lo- a lot against this guy. Uh, Sean Spears comes out and he's wearing his Deathstroke helmet. The Batman. Villain. He's got a new gimmick. <laughs> he's got. He's got a lot of. Things he tries a lot on. of things. This guy. Yeah, he's the, now got a mask. There's the, the whistling. Ring. There's the chair. The there's the ten. There used to be the contact lenses. Remember that? The, mo- the, the mohawk, mohawk. There's Tully. There's the suit. There was Tully. <laughs> the suit. There was yeah. Tuke. Yeah. The yeah. There's a lot. This guy. He's now a lot. giant killer. Is he a giant? Yeah, killer? that's what he's trying. Oh to right, learn. he's like Shane McMahon. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, MJF, though, probably has the attire of the evening because you mentioned MJF is the special ref in this match. He's rocking the Shawn Michaels special ref outfit. Yeah. But the ref shirt with the sleeves cut off has the Burberry in the fucking shirt. Love it. Oh, my God. I and the, the biker shorts. Ah. Oh. Like, someone out there, there had to be a few people who just didn't understand. Where they're like, whoa, that's yeah. a look. But, like, right away, I almost spit out my drink. Like, okay, this guy gets it. I love it. MJF, man. Uh, one of the best, if not the best today. Yeah. Honestly. Oh, I lo- loved it. Loved it. Uh, well, Sean versus Wardlow. MJF is, uh, sorry, Wardlow makes his entrance, and he's got all these jobber cops, the security guards with them. Some of them look real young. <laughs> Some of them look like they're, like, Nick Wayne or, like, 16 years old, just... I mean, at that age, you you do anything for money, wouldn't you? And then there's like one old guy who looks like Perry Saturn, who's like, "All right, I got this." Got that crazy look (laughs) in his eye. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Uh, So MJF is supposed to um, uh, do the keys, so he like gets freeze Wardlow, but he pretends he can't find the keys, which then allows Sean Spears to attack him. It's a double team attack on Wardlow, but Wardlow eventually breaks the Uh, handcuffs. Yeah, the great visual there. Busting free. He then beats up Wardlow, uh, sorry, on Sean Spears, does like a senton off the top, but MJF won't count it and then shows Wardlow the middle finger. He then low blows Wardlow and Sean Spears hits him with the C4 and MJF tries to do a real fast count, but Wardlow still manages to kick out of it. So they're putting the boots to Wardlow here when he grabs. Sean Spears' chair, the chairman's chair with the spray paint logo on it. MJF holds Wardlow up. We go for the chair shot, but Wardlow ducks, 
and Sean lays out MJF. On the head. Cracks him with it. Very rare headshot. Yeah, he sells it like he's dead the whole time. Yeah. It's great stuff. Uh, we get you fucked up chance from the crowd. Sean Spears is looking scared. He's like, I'm so sorry. When the visual of Wardlow behind him rises from the ashes like a Leviathan, I think is what Excalibur called him, which I was like, yeah, this guy's huge. He then grabs Spears, power bombs him, power bombs him again and again, and another one on the chair. But MJF is the ref and he's still laid out when Bryce runs in for the save, counts the three, and Wardlow wins the match. Bryce has a good run. Yeah. He's got a it's a little Nate. Little Nate Charles yeah. Robinson esque run yeah. to the ring. Shades of. <laughs> yes. Shades. Shades of Charles Robinson. <laughs> uh, so Wardlow wins this this match and he's going to face MJF. And then the security jobber cops just attack him even more so because they want to handcuff him. And he's like, nah. So he just beats the shit out of all these guys, especially one of them. He throws this guy into the one side of the cage, and their cages, like, move, so you they can They have fall. some room between... Yeah. It's it's like a mini Hell in a Cell, almost. Isn't yeah. It? This guy eats shit. Yeah. <laughs> He's tweeted, like, I'm okay, but wow, his head bounces. I watched this he one. He folds between... Yeah, the, yeah. Like, he disappears. <laughs> he disappears into the abyss. Uh, yeah, wow. Okay, so this was pretty fun. Like, it sets up this match. I think they've done... Everything perfect yeah. with this feud. Um, the Wardlow entrance, I, I'm actually really looking forward to his entrance at Double or Nothing. Uh, I almost feel like you could have him have like a, you know, helicopter police escorting kind of thing. Like, yeah. I think it's it's the pay-per-view. I think you could do something really cool, get those Wardlow chants going. Um, he's so over. And I think he's a guy that when he showed up in AEW... I think I. One of my thoughts was like, "Oh, great, a generic, big muscle head guy." Yeah, and he's been so much more than that. He's so charismatic. Um, MJF is just the perfect heel, as you mentioned, like the Shawn Michaels get up yeah. he's got going on. Um, yeah, I, I thoroughly enjoyed this this match, and I, I'm really looking forward to the singles. Yeah, like it was. You knew it was going to be some funky shit yeah. with MJF trying to. Double team Wardlow here, but it was more of like a segment leading to the exactly. Match. Yeah. You're not looking for your yeah. like five star like what uh, Lucha Brothers cage match, kind yeah, of cage yeah, yeah. match. It wasn't going to be like that, and it didn't need to be. No, no, it was it was pretty perfect, and I think uh, the match on Sunday will be interesting because like what what do you? Do? He's got to get the graphic after, doesn't he? All Elite, yeah. No, MJF beats Wardlow, and Tony Khan feels bad. So he gives Wardlow a Ring of Honor contract. Ring of Honor contract. <laughs> You'll see. He'll be the star yeah. of Ring of Honor. Yeah, I wonder how you go with this match. I mean, it almost feels... Squash. You could you could just have, you know, Powerbomb Symphony 1, 2, 3. Yeah. Or you have the extended, like, MJF just pulling every trick in the book trying to get this guy. Um, yeah, but I think, I think Wardlow's got to win. Yeah. And but, then MJ. No, I'm excited. This is one of the top feuds. I matches, say, yeah, yeah, yeah. The feud has been really good. It's like it reminds me of like old Goldberg and then the Batista yeah. stuff. Like it's it's they're doing a good job of building this guy. Uh, I'm excited for the match. And that chair shot looked good to the head. I mean, nothing beats those booty shorts. Do you reckon shorts. it was like because they've tried to gimmick a chair, haven't they? Before didn't Cody be like, yeah, I took a chair shot, and they're like, wow, chair shots are dangerous. Why'd you do that? Ah, uh, but it. it it was a gimmick to chair shot. Well, he got concussed from it, didn't he? Because I think it was gimmick. Yeah, a real gimmick. Sm- <laughs> well, he smacked him with the frame. That was the problem. Right. 
So I don't know, um, but yeah, it's rare we see them. But I think it looks cool. Yeah, like, I hate so. Yeah, yeah, but it looks cool. I hope you're all right. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. Like, I hope your head's okay. But exactly, headshots do look better. Uh, we get a message from the commentary table here. Uh, I did like this. JR gets uh, real somber and says, hey, hug your children today. And uh, talking about the just the terrible news coming out of Texas. And just the terrible news coming out of the U.S. Just in general. Yeah. Like, sorry. But, yeah. JR says, something's got to stop. Can you make it happen? I think he was talking to Joe Biden. I think he was looking yeah. directly at the camera. Because I don't know if you, you use Twitter uh, that much, but Joe Biden has been going on Twitter and being like, this has to stop. Somebody needs to tell the president to do something about this. And everyone's like, Joe. You're the president. <laughs> yeah. It's pretty, it's pretty good stuff. We go to – back to the show. Back to the escape of pro wrestling. And I do love pro wrestling because it is an escape for us. So the show goes on and we have Jericho Appreciation Society backstage and they're walking to the ring while the Jericho's cutting a promo. And he says that the back, the Blackpool Combat Club are going to learn just how violent they can be. And some guy is like telling them like, you know, your, your, your scheduled thing is coming up or like you're coming. And he just throws a fireball in his face and says, I'm the wizard. <laughs> <laughs> he's wearing a mock shirt, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's wearing the Blackpool. a mock shirt. Yeah, this it's it's funny because uh, we just reviewed Fully Loaded, and on that show, there's so many of these random guys backstage, backstage just being like, "Hey, beat up. have you seen Kurt Angle?" <laughs> it felt like I was watching that show, yeah. even with Jericho here. I yeah. love I love when he throws fireballs. How does he do it? Where's it come from? Magic. It's magic. He's a wizard. Wow. I hope this guy's all right. Yeah. Would anyone hate me if I wore that new Jericho wizard shirt? It's, it's pretty funny. It's a pretty funny shirt. <laughs> I don't understand any of this shit. It doesn't make sense to me. It doesn't, oh, it. it doesn't need to. Yeah, it, that, yeah. That's, that's why I love it. Yeah, it. that's why right. I love it. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm apologizing for enjoying something from the pro wrestling show, but this guy throwing fireballs and calling himself the wizard is it's, funny. It's <laughs> catching on, though, because I, I have friends who, like, dip in and out of AEW. Yeah. And, like chef at work the other day yeah. just went I'm going to throw a fireball in your face because I'm a wizard <laughs> <laughs> it's over bro. it's like it's yeah. getting over you're a holiday powerhouse you host the dinners shovel neighbors sidewalks and make everything from scratch you definitely don't need help making the holidays happen but Dunkin's Holiday Blend Coffee a warming medium roast complete with sweet notes of dried fruit and molasses or a cranberry orange muffin made with real cranberries just might convince you a little help never hurt especially the hot caffeinated kind america runs on duncan present participation may vary limited time offer terms apply get ready ohio FanDuel, america's number one sports book is coming to the buckeye state and to kick things off you can get started with 100 in free bets as an early sign-up bonus plus when you sign up today with promo code ohio sb you'll be all set for when FanDuel goes live in ohio then you can bet on all your favorite teams and all your favorite sports with $100 in free bets. Just download FanDuel's top-rated sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Ohio, this is your chance to get in on the action. Join today with promo code OHIOSB. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 
21 plus and present in Ohio. Bonus issued in non-withdrawable free bets that expire seven days after FanDuel accepts its first real money sports wager in Ohio on one Unique user identity verification required. Offer ends on the go-live date. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. We go to the face-to-face punk and hangman leading into the world championship match at Double or Nothing. And uh, loving Punk's uh, T-shirt here. It's like a Misfits X-Men crossover shirt. He says um, he's had his moments here in Vegas. And it took me a second to be like, hey, what did he do in Vegas? The Money in the Bank was in Chicago. Like every other fucking wrestling show. But then it was it Pipe Bomb? It was the Pipe Bomb. Right, okay. Uh, he says that it's not uh, personal, but it's business that he will take the world title from Hangman. Page has his Hangman Ranch shirt on, which is a nice AEW shirt. He says that he was going to come out here and and sit cross-legged and do a pipe bomb, and then I was going to come down there and kick your ass, but I can't do it. I don't hate you. I just pity you, and I have no respect for you. Hangman's just really mad at CM Punk. Yeah. Uh, We don't really know why, but he is. He then says, uh, you don't understand... He goes, I've, I've had to do all these fights. I've had to do what it is to make a champion. And you come in here, punk. You talk a big game. You talk about workers' rights. You talk about this and that. But you show the exact opposite. You see, I love this place. AEW is my home. And at Double or Nothing, I will not be defending this championship against you. I will be defending all elite wrestling from you. And Punk says, I don't know why you're so angry at me. Win, lose, or draw, I respect you. And those roads you traveled to get here were paved by me. And the house you built was constructed from the lumber I chopped down. He goes, the world you traveled happened because I gave you the blueprint. So shake my hand. And then says, you know what? You're going to shake my hand right now. Shake shake my hand. Shake my hand. I want to shake his hand. Shake my hand. (laughs) (laughs) That guy on the plane. Yeah, shake my hand. I want to shake his hand. Uh, well, Punk is trying to make him shake his hand, but Hangman won't do it. And then Punk shoves him and Hangman decks him. Big punch. And then it's a stare down. Hangman clearly realizing Punk kind of got the best of him. So Hangman walks off. And Punk's Punk smiling. Smile yeah. Smiles. Uh, yeah. I mean, I, I see a lot of people, uh, just today, like on online being like, oh, uh, why was Hangman so like angry and yelling at this guy? I'm like, well. He's fighting him on Sunday. So, I mean, he does have a right. Uh, I do think that there is some, like, intricate storytelling here. It's almost as if Hangman's like, bro, I know you're CM Punk. You're a fucking, like, devil in disguise. And the fact that you come in here playing up like you're, like, some hero when I know on a, in a term of, turn of dime you'll be the punk that we all kind of, like, know. Mm. Um, I, I, I did like this promo, actually. I, I think it did a good job of getting me hyped, especially when, when Punk finally shoves him. And Hangman decks him. I'm like, I got hype. I was like, yeah, okay, this this is gonna be good. I I liked the like intensity and delivery from both guys. That completely delivered. Um, I did get kind of AEW Cody vibes from the Hangman bit, okay. where I'm like, you sound great, but I don't completely get what your what point you're trying to make. And I feel there's stuff that should have been, I, like I feel. Like, the matches on Sunday, I feel we're missing a little chunk of storytelling between these two. And I think it's, like, it should be articulated a bit better why he's so mad at Punk. I think from, like, 
following his story and everything, you go, yeah, you're you're pissed off because you're the champion, and honestly, you haven't been portrayed that way. This guy, CM Punk, he comes back. It's all about him. He's the star of the show. And you're going out there not to do a respect thing, but to prove I'm the the fucking guy here. Yeah. I don't... I feel that's kind of sort of been said, but not. And and kind of the whole thing about Punk being a hypocrite. I'm like, all right, well, why? Like, even a line like, like, I never see you talking to the young guys backstage, or I don't know, something like that. Right. To be... To kind of sew it all together, to tie it all together. But I, I liked it. Like, I, I do think both sound great. It, I do think it needed this sort of intensity. But I feel like there there's something missing from it. And maybe we shouldn't be putting, like, putting everything together ourselves. Right. I, I, I like the intensity from Hangman. And I like Punk at the end smiling. It mm. definitely makes it, like, you wanted to see them fight, but you don't want to see them fight yet. So just a shove and a punch is like, okay, yeah. There's also a bit, like, Hangman's like, oh, my plan was to come out here and uh, cut a pipe, pipe bomb of yeah. my own and eviscerate you but I'm not going to do that. And I'm like, ah, but it would have been cooler, wouldn't it? Yeah. If you did do that. He did, I'm pretty sure he did use a line from the pipe bomb. He, he said something like... But from Cena, yeah. Uh, yeah, Cena. he said like, I don't dislike you. Um, like, I don't hate you. I don't even dislike you. I pity you, which I'm pretty sure yeah. he said to Cena. But MJF used that line, the Yankees line in their feud. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, I, I'm excited for the match. Mm. Um, and I think uh, after watching this, like, obviously it makes Punk is the star of the show. Punk is like a big draw of AEW right now. A lot of fans who are still getting into this show will be like, oh, Punk's in wrestling? I guess I got to watch it. So it's like, yeah, you could put the title on him and easily make this star just even bigger. However, I think it would solidify Hangman if he does get this win. Me too. I, I want Hangman to win. I, Hangman's I really winning. I like CM Punk. I think he's uh, putting on incredible work. Yeah. Uh, but with this new edge with Hangman, I think he needs to win. He needs to back up his words here. Yeah. And I think a big win over Punk. I think it would, I think it probably would turn him. I, I think he'll be the heel in this match for this crowd. I think Vegas will cheer for, for, for Punk. Punk. Yeah. Um, but so it'd be interesting if he is the champion, where do you go from that? Does he just go back to being a, a baby face? Is he going to get a more polarizing reaction? I don't know. Yeah, I'm excited for the match, but Hangman must win. I think it, it's cool either way. If Punk wins, there's so many other doors yeah. and avenues you can go, but I think Hangman needs to win, especially after watching this promo. We go to William Regal, who joins the commentary desk, and so does Chris Jericho, and then he makes all the JAS guys just stand there during the whole segment. <laughs> Get them chairs! <laughs> uh, and it's a tag match. It's Moxley and Kingston going up against... Oh my God! Is that private party? Which we haven't seen them just tagging just for a long time. Yeah, we've seen. I don't watch Dark, so I don't know if they're on there. No, but we've seen like Quen teaming with like Angelico and stuff. I mean, you wouldn't know. I mean, their Titantron hits, and you hear, "Oh my God, is that private party?" But their Titantron is a picture of Andrade's face. (laughs) So shout out the AHFO. No, AFO. AFO now. Yeah, we lost. We lost the the H H out. (laughs) So, uh, shots, 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 private party come down. Mark Quinn has got a look going on. He has. He's, he's like, Colonel Sanders. I feel like the Young Bucks started to calm down the, 
facial hair yeah. spraying. So he's like, all right, I'll borrow that. So he's got like a gray beard. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't know how else to say it. It's, yeah, I think he's gone for like bleach blonde. But, but it's he almost just like he's like got like an a old twist. Man. Yeah, it's the Colonel Sanders like fucking white beard. I was like, okay, interesting. Uh, Eddie Kingston is, is not into that beard at all. He's fucking these guys up. There's a series of power bombs. Uh, from Kingston, and he's tagging in Moxley. He's beating these guys up too. During commercial, there's a clover leaf from Moxley, which was very impressive. I know you're a fan of that move. Uh, Private Party eventually come back, which is Tanner's move Tana as Hashi, well. Yeah, which we don't normally see Mox do a clover. He's calling him out. I think so. I yeah. think it might be a little thing because that's the match Mox has been calling for for a while. He knows Tanahashi's at home watching Private Party. Tana just showed up on Dynamite one week on a video. For Jericho? For Mox, and then nothing happened. Because he was supposed to fight him at All Out last year. Instead, we got... We got uh, Kojima. The bread guy. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Private Party fight back. There's a series of enziguries and double teams. There's some topes and then some crazy corkscrews to the outside. Uh, Isaiah Cassidy hits one of his jumping stunners, kind of like the Eclipse, which looked pretty sweet. Uh, Quinn hits the shooting star press with such precision, but it's a kick out. Uh, Eventually, Mox and Eddie fire back and just start to destroy these guys. There's the elbows, the strikes. Uh, I think Mark Quinn is tapping out at one point, but he's not the legal guy. So Moxley hits the paradigm shift and then gets the the one, two, three. But uh, a quick, nice little match that I thought it got a little in for everyone here. They they did give Private Party a little bit. Yeah, Yeah, I I don't know if I'm on my own island here, but I like Private Party. I've always liked Private Party. The only criticism I ever really had for them was I can't wait to see them evolve and get to like that next level. And I still think they will eventually. I, I, I love them. Yeah, it's, it's been character stuff. Like the, yeah. the Hardy family office and the Andrade family office hasn't really helped them, I don't think. I think they often, considering they're like the, the like party guys gimmick, I find their characters often come across a bit lame. Mm-hmm. It, it's a bit like when... MSK are talking about smoking weed or whatever. It just feels a little, all right, Yeah, you, you're trying a little. Yeah. But their, ma- their wrestling's great, and they have really great matches. And it's it's a shame for them that this company has like become so bloated with great tag teams because they, they are going to be one you forget about. But they're also young, and if they can stick around for a, a while, like I think they could have their time. Yeah, 100%. Uh, but this was all about... Mox and Danielson just yeah, for killing sure. these guys and shot shot. And shot. I enjoyed uh I enjoyed Regal and uh Jericho going back and forth in commentary throughout They're the like whole arguing thing each as well. Other. Yeah. Jericho's kind of a dick though. I mean last week he said a bunch of mean shit and then this week he's like, Oh Regal, glad to see you made it another week. Like yeah. he's just being a complete dick. But it, you can tell that they've just known each other for years because yeah. it's so I doubt they they've scripted anything, they're yeah. just going off the cuff. Uh I found it quite entertaining. Uh, well, after this, it's a giant brawl and the Jericho people are fighting the Regal people, the Regal men versus the Jericho men here. And it's an all out brawl. They attack Danielson's knee because last week he got it stuck in the ring Mm. and they're playing it up as the storyline now. So Danielson has an injured knee going into the pay-per-view. Do you think we're going to get any kind of stadium stampede pre-produced stuff? Possibly, because they are saying, hey, it's not Stadium Stampede, but it's 
anarchy in, the in an arena. arena. <laughs> yeah. Why don't they just call it Arena Anarchy? Like Stadium Stampede? Stamp- stadium Stampede Arena Anarchy. Anarchy in the arena. It's anarchy arena. Arena Anarchy. Arena Anarchy sounds better. Yeah. I mean, they're both cheesy. I don't want to see any pre-produced stuff, but... It, it feels weird because of the people, in, like, because Mox and Danielson being involved. Yeah. And you want to have as much of this in front of the crowd as possible. But it depends. I don't know. You could have some silly wizard shit. <laughs> wizard. You could get them trying to fuck with Danielson. You could have, like, what, a therapist? You yeah. know, stuff to call back to some yeah. of his old WWE sports entertainment shit. Uh, Moxley, you could have like, the gas mask. Yeah. <laughs> you know, stuff. Some people in SWAT gear. Fucking around. Yeah, fucking around with them. Uh, I'd prefer just a straight up match, but yeah. I don't even know what this match We don't even know what this match means. I imagine it's Fool's Count Anywhere. Yeah, yeah, brawl, some crazy, crazy AW ten man. Yeah, no Wheeler Yuta because he's over nope. in Japan, but uh, it will be fun. I think uh, the Blackpool Combat Club win. They should win. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. Pro wrestling beats sports entertainment. Uh, we go to our next match. It is the Ring of Honor Tag Team Titles on the line. The team FTR, who are not on the pay per view this Sunday, as of yet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And they're going up against the team of Rapungi Vice, Trent and Rocky here. This is kind of a dream match, considering different times of different tag teams through the years. And uh, we get some great back and forth here, actually. Rapungi Vice, I do uh, love them as well. There's uh, some big boots and some enzigiris, and then Trent hits his half-and-half half suplex for a near fall. Uh, we get some hat-trick Germans from Dax the Axe here for some near falls. There's a series of stomps from Rapungi Vice to get the offense in on FTR. They hit some double-team drop kicks in the corner. They keep going for the strong zero and eventually hit it. It's the dude buster and the stomp off the top, which looks great. And then Jeff Cobb shows up. And, oh, it's the great O'Con. Or, oh, and this other guy. That's JR. JR. Oh, and this other guy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they fuck these guys up. They beat up everybody here. They kind of hit a tag team move on one of the guys. It was like a Samoan. It was supposed to be like the the magic killer. Right. But I don't know what Ocon was doing in that spot. Yeah. Uh, then Jeff Cobb hits the tour of the islands. And then there's a table on the outside. So he doctor bombs Dax through a table. And, of course, JR is like, oh, I know who that move's from. Dr. He's Death. going off about <laughs> Steve Williams. Still don't know who this other guy is. Uh, and then they hit, like, another move, and, and Great Khan kind of messed that move up, too. I, no, I don't think it was his fault for oh. this one. It was, wasn't it? He was going to put Trent through the table. Yeah. And Trent mistimed it and just jumped through the table. Trent's like, ah! I think he was going to do, like, a spike. Like, he's got the taped thumb right. I think he was going to yeah. spike him, and then Trent just jumps. <laughs> yeah, it was weird. It's they like, didn't replay that. that. I'm, not, I'm not taking the spike. I'll just take this table. They didn't replay that back. Uh, but, yeah, Jeff Cobb and the great Ocon are here. In AEW. Yeah, this is pretty much the first Forbidden Door shot. We don't normally get, like, we've had, what, two DQs in the whole of AEW? So, uh, I, did, I didn't mind the run-in. I was, I was enjoying the match. I was getting into the match. And yeah. I think, uh, considering FTR have never really done Ring of Honor, they just did that show and won the titles, they feel like a Ring of Honor team. Right. You know, seeing them here with the, the belts and uh, against, like, Trent and Rocky, who've done... Ring of Honor for years. Like, they feel like a Ring of Honor team. And I thought uh, Caprice Coleman on Oh, yeah. 
I thought he was awesome. I thought he sounded great. Um, brought more of like a sports feel to it. And like, I thought this was a really good kind of audition for him on a bigger stage, actually. That, that's so true, man. I'm following him like from the wrestling to the pulpit to anything in Ring of Honor, like, yeah, I thought he brought something a little different here that sounded really good. He made it sound legit. It yeah. made me get more invested in the match than I probably should have been. Me but, too. Uh, shout out Caprice Coleman. Um, Carbon uh, Okan, not the biggest stars, but uh, also yeah. I think the um, the kind of tease for us like fans who know are like, oh, this is Osprey's boys. Yeah. And who's ill at the moment. So I don't know if he was meant to be there. Yeah, he, 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 I think he's there. He is there, but he's not wrestling or anything. He's, he's injured. Kidney, kidney infection. infection. Yeah, uh, I was a little disappointed I didn't get the full match. I, I was in the like mind space. Okay, these two teams aren't going to be on the pay-per-view and they're given this slot here. Like They're going to go out and show you. They're going to go show us that they should be on the pay-per-view. And their match got cut short. So I was like, okay. And a uh, huge fan of huge fan of Osprey, mm. but his United Empire are a bunch of geeks. Mm. I think it is one of the worst gimmicks or stables in wrestling right now. The the definition of tryhard. Mm. Let's get a random bunch of dudes together and say we're a United Empire. It does not work for me. I watch a lot of wrestling. I know who Jeff Cobb is. I know who the Great O'Con is, and I thought this was pretty lame to mm. bring them in before a pay per view that has nothing to do with these guys. Definite, definite week. And Okan messed up two spots. So it like just completely fell flat for me. Absolutely did nothing. And on top of that, everyone's going, oh shit, it's these guys. We know them because they're Osprey's guys. And oh, there's no Osprey. Okay. Yeah. Cool. We're clearly getting Osprey wrestling at Forbidden Door because these guys are showing up. So it will lead to good things. But if you're telling me you, you want people. I mean, I already sold out, but you want people to go, wow, should I go to this Forbidden Door? This Forbidden Door is looking nuts. Can't wait for a tag team match with the great O'Conn and Jeff Cobb. Yeah, but that's like... It sucks. Mid. It's like, I want, I want, like, I want to know, you know, I want them to, to show more. But the this story is the li- first shot, though. Yeah, like, I it- just thought it was a bad first shot. I think it was a bad first impression. Okay. Like, in my, I, I love Ring of Honor. I love New I, Japan. I mean, I, love I wrestling, would assume but- we're getting... Bigger stars than these two. That's what I mean. You assume but I, that. I don't but... mind building it up, yeah. having like this is the first thing, yeah. and then kind of getting more over the weeks and bigger names. Um, so what? You was, would it be what FTR versus Rapungi Vice versus United Empire? Yeah, this... for the for the what Ring of Honor? I don't yeah, it does, yeah, it doesn't. It's just like okay, cool. What, what a great, what an exciting thing to get hyped up about a crossover show. It's mm. like, ah, I get it. It's the first thing they're trying to keep this, you know, some interest for next week's show for, you know, there's a pay-per-view, but mm. we got to focus on other things too. I get it. I totally get it. I just thought it was a little flat considering you told me all last week you were promoting your main event match and the match was seven minutes long mm. tonight. You're promoting, you're getting Excalibur to say the word double main event, like seven fucking million times. And both matches were, eight minutes mm. but no we gotta wait for we gotta book time but for I this think, i think some of this this is a like a weekend in vegas you mentioned ftr are big stars who are not on the pay-per-view yeah i think it's kind of spread stuff out over the tv shows like we've got our pay-per-view on sunday but like let's shoot a big ftr angle now possibly we'll have more on rampage because that's live you know and next week's dynamite could be heavy on them i i think it's sort of 
spreading out, using your guys who aren't on that show, and why not just like Forbidden Door is going to come up quick after this pay per view? I think I think this just already gave me a little tip off that it's not going to be that epic show we think it's going to be. Mm. I don't think maybe I don't think it's going to be what we also think it's it depends. Be. Like these are if these two are in like in town. Okay, you like you're talking about people from Japan coming over. It's not as easy as just booking someone who's from New York to come and make an appearance, right. you know. So if these guys are around, it might be okay. It's I suspect it would be we cooler see, yeah. to have other. I suspected the pay per view someone comes out and we get a shot. I, of I wonder big. if right at the end, yeah. you know, you you have the the title match. Whoever wins it, you have Okada come out and just, you know, like just something. look at him, yeah. stare down that kind of thing. But we got the great Ocon instead. Yeah, on in the middle of a dynamite on yeah. TV. Like, yeah, I, I, I just am like, oh, okay. It's like Jr. I mean, Jr. doesn't know a lot of outside wrestling. I mean, yeah, Jr. Know, should really it didn't help when know, he's like, try and know his name. I, I don't know who this guy is. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I want to like the great Ocon so much. I mean, clearly he got the gig because Tony Khan was like, yeah. oh, <laughs> come in, cousin, nephew, whatever. But. Uh, yeah, I, I wanted to be hype about this, but it really just went, uh, I just really wanted to see the match. Mm. <laughs> so that just made me more sour on it, but can't wait. Forbidden Door, the United Empire versus some team. Yeah. We go to a video for the Hardy Boys. Sorry, the Hardys. Don't call them boys. And they talk about the Young Bucks, because I don't know if we've talked about, but on Rampage, the Young Bucks laid out the challenge, the dream match one more time this time in AEW, live on pay-per-view. Like we said, the Bucks versus the Hardys is happening. And the Hardys say, we are just like you, Bucks. We come from wholesome, religious parents, good kids. But everybody knows that we're better than you. Everyone knows you are just Hardy cosplayers. And we are going to cement our legacy as the goats of tag team wrestling. And this promo was going so well until Jeff Hardy made a goat noise. He went, <laughs> we're, he went, we're great. And Matt was like, what? <laughs> what are you talking about? He goes, we may not be in our prime, but Jeff's continues saying this could be the clean slate we need. He says, we're, uh, you say about us being past our prime, we're over prime. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Matt continues saying, everyone knows we're better than you. We're middle-aged and extreme, and we will beat you. And they say it's the elite versus the delete. And his shirt is like the elite shirt, but it's the delete uh, as the logo. He says, never meet your heroes because they're going to kick your ass. Uh, I hated and also loved this. I don't I, know why. I, I kind of loved it. It was, it was... Which is weird. You hate the Hardys. I don't... Look, I don't hate the Hardys. I'm just wasn't as yeah. excited about this nostalgia run right. as others. But I've, I've enjoyed some of the stuff they've done. All these years watching the Hardy Boys, though, I'm watching this promo, and I'm like, I don't really recall you two doing many promos together. Terry, no! Yeah, that's Royal Rumble 2000. Like, I can't... I, I, I can think of them both individually yeah. cutting promos, but this the way it was done, it felt very uh, kind of classic, like early 90s yeah. this is what we're gonna do this sunday but also it had a little bit of their own weirdness in it um kind of poking fun at their own sort of 
uh, history and their age, we're middle age and extreme. There was just so many ridiculous lines in it. I, uh, I think this this feud. I don't think they really tried too hard with it. Yeah. It's just like, look, it's it's a dream match. We're going to pretend it hasn't happened before. Right? They re- they are doing the WWE thing there, where they're like, yeah, this is no. They of- they mentioned it. They mentioned it that they fought. They mentioned uh, when the Hardys called them out. They said like we've done it before, but like this is AEW. This is our home. We're going to do right. it here. So, they but did. they're still pretending they're the best, even though they lost that match. Um, the Hardys won that match, or the Bucks won the that Bucks match? won that match. They fought a few times though. There's a there's a there's a I few. I think it was just the ladder. No, no, no. They fought before. Okay, I'm pretty sure they fought. Um, yeah, but I, I I quite liked it. It's just yeah, this is what the match is. Here's a promo to promote it. But yeah, they they were both a little kooky on this one. Love it. Match yeah, is it gonna good. be great. It's gonna be it's gonna be great. I hope Matt Hardy can keep up <laughs> that match. Yeah, <laughs> I think it's gonna it's gonna have to be what him, Matt getting beat him up being for a while for a long time. <laughs> uh, I also like when Matt was like, "We're like you, you know. We never drank. We never smoked. We didn't do drugs." And Jeff Hardy's in the back, like, "Oh well," <laughs> doing the shifty eyes. We go to the next oh, match. They, they had Northeast Wrestling. They yeah. worked two matches. That's right. House of Hardcore. That's right. And what's that? Wrestling Superstar. They wrestled it quite a few times. Five times. Yeah. There was a whole documentary the Bucks made about the first time they wrestled. Right. Them. It was like some indie show, treating it as if it was this big pay-per-view. So now they can just focus on this match and yeah. say that it's the big thing. The Ring of Honor one was treated pretty good, and, and fans were really into that at the time. And then the Hardys went to Mania the next night. They did? Yeah. Well, I'm excited for that match. Who do you think wins? Uh, the Bucks. The Hardys? It doesn't matter, really. I we f- all win. I feel the Bucks should win. Yeah, why not? Yeah. Super kick party. We go to the next match, triple threat match. All three competitors are part of a tag team that will be in the triple threat tag team title match on Sunday. But we have uh, Swerve. Isaiah Swerve Scott, I can't remember his name here. Strickland. Swerve Strickland. Swerve. The realist. (laughs) The realist. Swerve Strickland versus Jungle Boy versus Absolute Ricky Starks. All three guys are in the ring at the same time here and just going back and forth, counter for counter. Jungle Boy keeps going for some of his like high, fast-paced lucha stuff but keeps getting blocked off. There was an absolute crazy spot where Swerve... Lifts up Jungle Boy. Jungle Boy, like, it's propped up on his shoulders. And somehow Jungle Boy then jumps off the shoulders from the electric chair. Jumps. And then Huracan Rana's Starks, who's just standing over yeah, there. Ridiculous. This this was just incredible. Starks then uh, goes to the outside. He beats down on Jungle Boy and gets back in the ring and does his, like, old school move where he walks the ropes and taunts and then slams down Jungle Boy. There's then another Rana from Jungle Boy, like off the outside, off the ropes to the outside. Just insanity. He gets it's Jungle Boy and Swerve on the top rope in the ring. And Jungle Boy counters a, a counter and goes for a avalanche poison Rana. But Swerve counters this by just landing on his feet mm. flawlessly. Just insane. He then hits uh, a series of moves to him. There's a Michinoku driver for a near fall. Ricky Starks is back in. There's the Rochambeau. But then uh, I think Jungle Boy grabs him and puts him in the, the snare trap. Eventually, Swerve breaks that up. And then eventually, Swerve hits this huge Swerve stomp there and gets the win here. But uh, yeah, this, this was just nonstop craziness. Yeah, I, I love this. I'm really looking forward to this three-way tag 
when you add the three big guys into the match as yeah, well. I, yeah. I think it's going to be crazy. Um, well, that's yeah. what happens after the match. I mean, all the big guys all come out. All the big here. guys come out. Big lads. Uh, Lee hits his, like, Tornillo to the floor. Cannonball. Um, I don't know what the fuck he was doing to those guys. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, I, I really like this. And I actually really like that um, the tag division is focusing on these different teams. We're letting... They're able... I, I appreciate how they're able to keep, like, the Bucks, the Lucha Brothers, and FTR busy whilst away from the titles. Um, I think Swerve is just so good. Next level. Yeah, I, I would love him to just be a guy that they strap the rocket to. One day it will be. A, One day. A like, I, I think he could be a real great left field, uh, like, challenger for one of the main singles titles there. I think he's, I think he's that good. Um, I think they're winning the tag titles. I, yeah, I, I'm still, I'd still like to see Team Taz get that. Okay. I, I feel like, you know, they've been there quite a while. I feel they kind of sort of deserve their moment. Uh, and I, I've been enjoying Ricky Starks as well recently. I think that Rochambeau looks great. Yeah, that he hit. I, I like this. I love this match, and it got it wet your whistle to kind of. It did a good job of teasing you of what you're gonna yeah, see because you're right. Back. Now each 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 guy here is like the smaller high flyer, but their partner is huge. So yeah. it leaves so many like different pieces to bounce off each other and do. You know, Jungle Boy, Swerve, and Ricky are gonna do some crazy shit. Like if they're doing crazy stuff in this match. The pay-per-view, they're going to do something Lee's nice. going to hit some avalanche destroyer. Yeah, on, there's another thing. Lee does Lee's all these moves. Yeah, yeah. Oh, like yeah, yeah, exactly. It's going to be crazy. Yeah, I think this match will, will absolutely slap for sure. But Swerve, I agree. Like Every time I watch him, I'm like, this guy is so clean at everything. Could definitely. I, I want them to win the titles, but I would not be mad. At, I think the titles need to change hands, unfortunately. It's time. Yeah. yeah, it's definitely like we need to move to the Jungle Boy Christian Feud yeah, and getting the titles off. Heel Christian or heel Jungle Boy? <laughs> Tough call. Well, we go to Dan Lambert, who's with Scorpio Sky. He says that uh, American Top Team have won titles just about everywhere in every division. So he called his speed dial title guy and is getting a custom new TNT title. Sammy made. destroyed it. Yeah, Sammy smacked it up with a hammer. So they're making a new TNT title. I'm pretty sure every champion has had their own version of the title okay it's like slight differences but so there's a match or is this happening this at, is rampage this is on rampage yeah. okay so this is what the, the mixed tag thing i for, forgot no, about I it. no i think they just said this is a presentation oh okay i thought they were titled thing. oh okay, okay the mixed tag is happening at some point but probably gotcha. a dynamite coming up soon okay okay yeah i uh, think but there's so many announcements on these shows. It's hard to keep up. I'm pretty sure they said it would just be uh, like a title presentation on Rampage. I, I find it interesting because um, Lambert is... I feel like Lambert should dip on Scorpio Sky. I feel like it should be a, a ruse and he joins Sammy and Tay. Tay. Joins Sammy and Tay? <laughs> yeah. No. No, I mean, I think that... I find it odd this this feud has kind of been a bit all over the place. Exactly. Get rid of it. Scrap it. I... I liked where they were going with Sky being kind of the noble champion and going to split with, like, Paige and have eventually Ethan Page going up. Yeah. I, th I think that would have worked. And they've just been like, no, no, actually, we do want Sammy and Ty to be baby faces here. It's, yeah, there's something not working with yeah. this whole thing. 
Yeah, unfortunately, so the matches are, are good. Like I, I like all the performers in certain ways, but yeah. it, it's I don't care. Yeah, this this title needs a re- refresh right after this pay per view. Like I would have it defended every week. Scorpio and having bangers, but honestly, it's been a flop since this since. Like you had the cool ladder match with Cody and Sammy, and then Sammy with the whole kind of a heel character, not heel, and it's just all over the place. It needs a whole reset, fresh coat of paint next week, one hundred percent. I think a new champion. I think we need to get out of Sammy Guevara and Scorpio Sky. Unfortunately, just just get out of it. Just yeah, go somewhere I, else. I, I think yeah, Miro, as I said, how they were doing it with anyone. Scorpio. Like if he was a like the noble champion defending every week, and yeah, then building no. this tension between him and Ethan. Like I think that would have been cool, but. Yeah, it's just it's hot. And then Dan Lambert, you got you got Scorpio Sky and Ethan Page who dress like a million bucks, and then they're hanging out with their dad in the fucking New Balance. Yeah, and the the fucking sweats he does. Yeah, to go mow the lawn in. It's like this doesn't fit with these guys at all. Doesn't work. So just cut and move. And then like Page Van Zant is supposed to be there and. Something yeah, that they've set up like there's still the element with Frankie Kazarian. They've, there's just so many things yeah. going on. Not a hot element at all. This, the whole TNT title used to be really good. Mm. Highlights of the shows, and it's definitely just dropped and fallen completely. Uh, speaking of Paige Van Zant, she made some news this week. Um, she got a tattoo on her hand okay. that a lot of people are making fun of because they think wrong. Yeah, they think that she maybe miss put the words she got a tattoo that says heart of a warrior soul of a lion uh it's supposed to be heart of a lion soul of a warrior well maybe hey, she's yeah, put it the other way around. that's what she said hey there you go no i've got the soul yeah, of a lion. exactly fuck you exactly shut Isn't up it, uh ariana grande wanted to get like seven, seven rings yeah and it ended up saying like seven burgers or barbecue <laughs> yeah <laughs> how is it barbecue BBQ. and then she tried to change it and then it was like barbecue chicken <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a better tattoo barbecue just go with it yeah <laughs> fucking love barbecue chicken. don't you <laughs> it's great we see tony shivani who brings out thunder rosa the women's champion here in aew and she is not wearing face paint but she's wearing a nice red cowboy hat yeah looking like carmen san diego she says this is the real me do you see my face and uh, cuts this promo about how, you know, she she worked her ass off to get here. She heard what Deeb was saying and all the things that she said. But that's, you know, you ch- you chose your path and I chose mine. And I worked hard to get here. And Sunday, I'm going to I'm gonna put the face paint back on. I'm going to be this warrior. And I'm still going to be champion because I am what a real champion is. Basically saying, Deeb, all you do is complain. And that's why you've never been in the slot anyways. I, I didn't mind this promo, actually. No, I, I thought yeah. she sounded quite good. Um, I like the content of it. Um, it was a shame they, like, the music guy yeah. thought she'd finished because she, like, it sounded like she finished. It's yeah. like, when you face Thunder Rosa, starts playing her music, and then she's like, and one more thing, <laughs> and should have just kind of stopped, yeah. but continues, and it felt a little, like, odd at the end. Uh, but yeah, I, I didn't mind this. I think the match is, uh, the, the kind of promos and stuff haven't been great like the feud hasn't been great but i am into the match i like both performers and i think should be a good match on the yeah, show the match will be great 100 percent uh yeah i'm not too, like last week i felt like the deep thing it went on too long and then the matches the main event was so short mm. i feel like the same thing here the music guy was like yeah 
let's move, let's go. Mm-hmm. We, we got like things to go to. But uh, I I think it, the story of her not wearing the pa- the face paint basically like look this is the real me I'm going to show you yeah Sunday and all that. Uh, Red Velvet is with Ruby Soho and they're talking shit about what the alien Chris Statlander. She's like got a playbook like hey I know everything about her. So yeah, Red Velvet has this playbook on Chris Statlander. Pretty fucked from up. She's like were, yeah I was her friend yeah, I know everything friends. about her. Imagine oh. I did that to like. To you, I want to know what this book says, though. Uh, like, is an alien? <laughs> but yeah, like... Does it have, it's like a burn book? It's got, like... No, it, it, well, it's tips for it's the match. Tips on Chris Statlander. So it'd be like, she really doesn't like spine busters. <laughs> she really doesn't like eggs. <laughs> she really doesn't like... <laughs> Has a peach Orange allergy. Juice. Yeah, <laughs> like all these weird things about it. Because Ruby's like, uh, what am I supposed to do with this book okay and like throws it away like i don't need this we assume uh, soho's winning right yeah it's yeah, yeah. 100 yeah and then red Ve- red velvet's out of it already yeah, yeah. They, they should sell this book on on AEW shop the tips statlander on... tips <laughs> how to beat statlander <laughs> by red velvet <laughs> how to beat chris statlander call the men in black or something because she's an alien or she's not an alien anymore She's she's made it clear in some interviews that it's her decision to get away from right. the alien alien thing. Yeah, we go to our double main event, the first match, the Owen Hart tournament semifinal, Britt Baker versus Tony Storm. Uh, we get a I love Tony Storm's theme song, the Barracuda ripoff. Mm. It's a banger. We get a back and forth between two countering each other for going for like arm wrenches and some uh, Irish whips. We get. Britt and Tony on the outside, and Britt throws Tony into the ring steps as they go to picture in picture. When we come back, Britt hits a super kick to Britt for a near fall. Tony comes back, though, gets Britt in the corner and does her running butt attack into the corner. She hits Britt with an Alabama slam, kind of. Britt, however, gets back up and hits Tony with an air raid crash for a near fall. This is when Jamie Hayter is now ringside, like, cheering on Britt Baker. When you can hear Britt be like, no, I got this. Get, like, I don't need you right now. Stop, stop. Uh, which distracts her and allows Tony... Oh, no, sorry. It, it allows Britt to hit the twist and shout, the swinging the spring neck breaker, but it's only a two count. Hayter then jumps up on the apron again when Tony has the offense. So this time, Tony decks Hayter, sending her flying. Uh, it's revealed that Tony's bleeding like her nose looks like it got like cracked in the face here uh there's a little bit of back and forth that kind of got a little messy i wasn't sure what was going on there's like some germans and stuff that weren't really connecting and then there's a super kick attempt again but tony blocks it eventually Britt drops tony and goes for this like roll up and grabs the ropes but jamie hater was supposed to be there to help the her grab the ropes off. yeah i think she was meant to grab hater's hands so Hayter was meant to like hold, hold her. her, but she was just not but there. She wasn't there in time, so she just held the ropes and was a little awkward. Yeah, uh, there was some parts of this match, especially the beginning of it, the early parts of it, like the middle parts, that I was like, oh, this is some good wrestling. And then it just felt like it completely fell apart. I, I think both are re- really hit and miss in ring. Yeah. I've seen them both be quite good. I think they're, they've both obviously got like star appeal. Like, they look like stars, the top stars in the division. Just, it it didn't gel. And I know a lot a lot of people were, like, thinking, oh, it should be Britt and Tony in the, the, final. In the final at the pay-per-view. After this, I, I'm kind of glad it's not. Um, yeah, I didn't think this was very good, unfortunately. Yeah, uh, 
neither did I. I. Again, parts of it, I was like, oh, okay, okay, here we go. I think maybe Tony got rocked with the nose, the, bl- the blood or something. Yeah, hit her, you know, maybe she got hit and was, she was a little dazed or something. But definitely uh, was thinking it was going to be a better match. Yeah, I think the the women's side of this tournament has been a bit disappointing, unfortunately. And I can't say Brit versus Soho on... Well, it's going to be... like the ma- It could be Statlander, right? But yeah, like. Yeah. The match is going to be on Rampage to set up for the the Sunday. Like, Brit v. Soho on a, essentially two days' notice. And we've seen the match already. Yeah. And I can't say Brit's been really exciting me recently either. Brit is a really good and promo. Ruby Soho but... just disappeared for months. So I can't yeah. say I really... She's a runaway. Yeah, I can't say I really care about it, unfortunately. Yeah. And uh, especially after this match. This match definitely is a big downer on the, the tournament. Brit Brit's wrestling doesn't really hit for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think the character and obviously the mic work is one hundred percent there, one of the biggest stars they have. But I when it comes to her actual wrestling, I'm always I'm always like, ah, that should have been really good. But Honestly, I'm kinda of disappointed with this the, the style of this tournament. When it was originally announced, Tony Khan made it seem like it wasn't going to be a single elimination. Yeah. And I think, actually, if you did more of a round robin, um, you'd have got a lot more interesting combinations and, I think, a bit more momentum. Like, seeing a a Ruby and a Tony wrestle every week in this tournament where you're facing everyone might have worked better. I, I feel like they announced this tournament, maybe had plans to do it more round robin style, and then... Oh shit! That tournament's coming up. Ah, let's just do a bracket. Yeah, yeah. The women's side of it hasn't been. The tournament it had some cool stuff in it from both sides, but it hasn't been as like epic, I think, as we kind of maybe thought. Mm-hmm. We all thought it was going to be like the G one or something like that, right? Well, we go to our main event, which uh, I I was looking at the clock again, like, oh boy, they're going to give these guys another eight minutes, but they had a little bit more time. The men's side of the Owen Hart tournament. Kyle O'Reilly versus Samoa Joe, one-on-one. NXT dream match come to life. It is, yeah. We get the commentary talking about Kyle O'Reilly's cupping on his shoulders and Yeah, it looks awful. Yeah, it looks <laughs> scary. Purple. Uh, there's a strike exchange from both of them countering each other, and uh, this is pretty cool. Obviously, both of them are really known for their strikes. Eventually, there's a, a suplex from Joe, but Kyle starts working on the arm. There's arm wrenches, and then Kyle get, goes up top for a flying knee to the arm and the shoulder of Joe. He eventually gets him in a cross arm breaker, but Joe gets out of it. Joe starts fighting back with a series of slaps and chops and then sweeps the leg. And while he sweeps the leg, inadvertently, I think, knees Kyle right in the gut with, like, a kitchen sink. Because he sweeps Kyle, so Kyle's oh, body goes is, one way. Yeah, he, like, did a leg sweep up to the, like, upper yeah. thighs. It was cool. It great. Uh, there's then a senton from Joe for a near fall. He goes for the muscle buster, but Kyle counters this mid-move into the Fujiwara armbar, which was just beautiful. He's wrenching on the shoulder, but Joe's screaming, eventually gets out of it. There's then uh, a lariat, there's knees, there's some craziness from both guys here, just going back and forth. Crazy counters, back and forth. Eventually, though, Kyle gets caught into the Coquina clutch, and he's fighting, he's fighting, he's fading, and Kyle gets put to sleep, and Samoa Joe wins the match, advancing in the Owen Hart Tournament Finals. I I really like this. Um, I thought it helped having Joe with this the arm injury from last week with Kyle being such a like submission specialist, even with the finish there, you saw O'Reilly like really trying to like 
break that arm yeah. to like break the hold, but he just passed out. I think it it brought Samoa Joe, who's obviously the bigger guy, made it more believable. The two going at it with that injury, um, just really physical, great looking strikes from both guys. Um, yeah, I I thought this was really. I think this might be Joe's best match so far in AEW. In AEW, uh, I like the the Suzuki, Suzuki one. one was fun. Yeah, the Suzuki one probably. Um, I, I, I I I did like this a lot. I like this a lot too. I just I think that I have uh, like made it in my own head. Like, oh, they're gonna give these guys twenty minutes, twenty five minutes. They're gonna go out there and put on like. You know, and I haven't get gotten that from these tournament matches. It keeps I keep yeah. feeling like they tease me these big dream matches or big matches, and I end up getting like a ten minute match on it's TV. TV though. Yeah, like it's but pay per view. But they've had they've had pay per view quality time. Yeah, long matches on TV. They've got a lot. Like they've got a bigger roster now. They've got so many more people. They've got to kind of showcase every week. Yeah, like they have got away from those longer. You just got to get Great O'Con and Jeff Cobb on the show. Well, there's yeah. You you've got a pay per view in a month. You got a pay per view this Sunday. You do. Like, that's what I'm saying. There's a lot you've got to set up. Like yeah. it's unless they're adding more time. Like match length is gonna is gonna suffer, and it's gonna be more for those pay per views or big branded AWs because you've got you've got a lot of people. Like how many people we're going? Oh, there's Miro's still not around. Uh, we're saying like oh these like Ruby Soho's barely been around for a while. Like it's it's a problem when you've got like all these stars that you've got to kind of focus like match time is going to be shortened. I really, I really love this match too. Don't get me wrong. I love Kyle. I love Joe. It was exactly what, you mm. know, the strikes and the counters and submissions. It was excellent. I could have watched them wrestle for another 30 minutes, you know, like I could have watched them wrestle forever. But and I, I think there's a thing with a lot of these combinations where when you do do the rematch, it won't be, Oh, well, I've seen that before. Yeah. Cause you are getting tasters. Unlike, well, I've seen that match three segments on Raw with these two for three weeks in a row now. I'm kind of... Done. Yeah, for sure. So I think they, they wet your whistle. Um, uh, there's a standoff at the end where Adam Cole and Samoa Joe face-to-face, and that's the match this Sunday. Match that was going to be in, in NXT. Yeah, they hyped up this match in NXT for months, and now we're getting it yeah. on Sunday at it's AEW. It's bizarre. Very bizarre. Yeah, because Cole was was always in the, in the way of GM Joe. Yeah. And now it's finally happening. He even put him out once with the he clutch, didn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Um, but yeah, not, not bad episode of Dynamite. Uh, the wrestling didn't quite hit uh, as much as usual for me, but I did really like that three-way uh, and the main. Yeah. Um, but I'm looking forward to the pay-per-view. Yeah, no, I, I loved a lot of the stuff that they were doing to promote the pay-per-view. I did like the Hangman Punk stuff. I did like uh, the... I did like the the stuff with MJF and, and stuff as well. There was a, a lot of things that made me question. My issue is this still feels like it's all over the place and rushing and, and moving so fast with a million different segments. I think they need to just chill, man. They need to just relax sometimes, especially if there's a pay-per-view this week. Take out a segment and let Excalibur read things at a normal pace, at yeah. a medium pace. I mean, honestly, <laughs> at this point, they could do with an extra hour on Fridays, couldn't they? Two-hour rampage? yeah. And, like, spread it out. Will you still not watch Rampage? <laughs> well, no, probably not. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'd probably... But, like, the thing is, this relentless pace, it's like, yeah, there's so much they've got to do. There's, what, 12 matches on the pay-per-view? Yeah, I mean, we kind of gave some predictions, but quickly here. You think Punk or Hangman? Hangman. I'd like Hangman. I think it is going to be Punk, though. Okay. Serena Deep, Thunder Rosa. 
Thunder Rosa. Thunder Rosa, I think so too. Uh, we talked about the tag triple threat. I think it's going to be Keith Lee and Swerve. You think it's going to be Team Taz? Yeah. I'd be happy with either. Samoa Joe versus Adam Cole. Ooh. Adam Cole. I, I mean, the Shawn Michaels I guy winning the Owen Hart yeah. tournament. Does this mean he gets a title shot? What? If you win the Owen, do you get a title shot? What do you get if you win the Owen? You get the Owen. Oh. You get a cup. Okay. Um, I'm thinking Adam Cole. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Uh, Britt Baker versus Soho or Statlander by the time you're listening to this, but I think it's Soho. So. I'd say Britt. Two heels. Adam? Oh, both of the couple. Yeah. Yeah, the couple winning the tournament. Yeah, yeah. why not? Do it. Uh, Wardlow versus MJF. I think Wardlow. it's going to be a squash. Yeah. Power bombs and it's over. And then we see the graphic. He is all Wardlow elite. Wardlow points to the graphic. <laughs> Wardlow like is all elite. Sign. Anarchy in the arena match, or as we say, the arena anarchy match. Uh... Giant team BCC. Once you're BCC for life. Yeah. Yeah. Blackpool all the way. Hardys versus Young Bucks. So I actually looked this up. They've had five matches. Yeah. And it's, uh, they've both won two. Whoa. And they drew one. So this is the rubber match. This is the big one. Yeah. Hardys, Young Bucks. I think the Bucks win it. Uh, it doesn't matter. Again, it does not, yeah, yeah, it does not matter who wins this match, but... Twist of Fate, Swanton combo could be a nice... Uh, Although Hardy's winning and going for the tag titles kind of makes more sense. I don't see the Bucks going back to the tag right now. title yeah, picture anytime yeah, yeah. soon. I'll go Hardy's. Okay, I like it. Uh, do the Young Bucks wear Hardy cosplay? Yeah, that's that's what I think they should do. Like old school like Hardys. Like the old like, tight black shirt, the black combat. Uh, no, I'm thinking when the Hardys were jobbers. Like the, oh, that the like sunflower tights. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I, I could see them doing something because they keep on hitting the like cosplay. Hardy cosplay. So I think they do like uh, super ironic one. Yeah. <laughs> like a brood Hardy's. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the house of black versus death triangle. I mean, this could either be on the pre-show. It, it says it's on the pay-per-view, but last time this was the, the, the house of black fought a bunch of guys and Eric mm. Redbeard on the pre-show and that match was a sleeper hit. Like that was oh, like, yeah. Oh, whoa. Okay. So I genuinely think, cannot wait for this match. Like this is a PWG style dream. Match and they here. didn't, uh, they didn't promote this at all. They like, didn't even didn't talk about any segments. No spooky on this, tattoo this men on yeah. this show. So maybe on rampage, but this match I think will be a sleeper hit. Yeah. I'm looking forward to this one. I'm going to go with the house of black. Yeah. The house always wins. Mm. Uh, Jade Cargill versus Anna J. This match is happening because reasons. Yeah, we've got to have a title defense. Do we? I don't think like, we do. Yeah, this yeah doesn't feel like it should be on the show. Um, but Jade. Jade, 100%. Uh, and then on the pre-show, buy-in, Hookhausen, Tony Neeson, Smart Mark, Sterling. Hookhausen. I, I think Hookhausen wins this one. <laughs> um, I read this morning as well that they might be adding uh, Darby versus Kyle on the show. Oh. Because, you know, Kyle took out Sting last week. Okay. So that would have to be set up on Rampage if they are. Weird. Mm. It's just like, there's a lot going it's on. Just thr- like, there, there's some great built stuff on this show, but there's also a lot of just like, ah, we're just going to throw this match on. <laughs> like, that match sounds good, but why? We don't, we already have so much going on yeah. right now. I don't think, like, yeah, FTR That's is not thing, on the you're show. At, you're at the point, you've got 11 matches on a pay-per-view. But uh, you haven't got some of your stars. You haven't got your FTRs. You haven't got your Miros. That's um, nuts. Yeah. Sorry. Um, who else? Uh, Darby's. I mean, there's a lot. Yeah. Red yeah. Dragon not on the show. 
Yeah. Damn. Uh, well, I'm excited for the pay-per-view. I'm sure it will be a banger. These AEW shows are usually a uh, big hit. Like, usually, they, yeah, they always deliver, so. Uh, there is just some news that came out during the show Uh-oh. that um, they uh, WWE are moving Money in the Bank from the Allegiant Stadium to the MGM Grand Arena. So they're downsizing. Really? Mm. Really? Yeah. So I guess ticket sales weren't too good. Offering refunds to people who already bought tickets. But yeah, moving to a... Like, Allegiant Stadium's huge. Like, that was ambitious to do. I guess ticket sales have sucked. Adrenaline in my soul. I'm not big enough name to fill a bowl. Yeah. I'm looking at... uh, There are loads of tickets left for this Cardiff Stadium show as well. The big house show on the castle. they've been too ambitious, yeah. Good. Fuck them. Yeah. <laughs> These prices as well. And your Cody like, counter. <laughs> your Cody, what is it? The Cody countdown? The countdown to Cody. Yeah. yeah. I'm looking at these, these wow, seats. Wow, that's interesting. Cool. Yeah. Their whole thing going forward could have been like, look, we did the stadium in Vegas when you guys could only do the arena. Well, that was, a, yeah, that was a big, um, uh, that was a big thing with Nick Khan was like, we're going to be doing all these stadium shows. Yeah. Yeah, like looking three, like four, four, like you get the floor seats and then the hundred section in this stadium in Cardiff. You're looking at 330 pounds plus fees. Ridiculous. So that's, that's like 500 bucks. WrestleMania tickets. Yeah, that's ridiculous. To go watch not not a WrestleMania. Yeah. Wow. Uh, That is crazy if WWE is moving to an arena. I mean, if ticket sales weren't there, they're like, fuck, we got to, yeah. it's coming soon. Like we got to do this. So just funny. Those promos that Cody did, the yeah, videos that they've the been playing. Yeah. Good. Very fuck odd. Em. Fuck them. <laughs> Watch AEW. No. Uh, well, that's interesting news. Vegas v. Vegas. We'll see which WWE show. I mean, next week, tell them the cell, right? Yeah. That's not, that's not the, that's a different. That's Chicago. Yeah. <laughs> I can't wait till we get the announcement of, all out being in Chicago on Sunday at yeah. Double or Nothing. Uh, I really hope they come to Toronto really soon, though. Should we just move to Chicago? Nah. Chicago, Chicago Florida. Chicago sucks? Yeah. You don't like it? You didn't like Chicago? I liked it because we were with, with you know good people and yeah. you know, had yeah, some good Chicago, tacos Chicago's and stuff. Chicago's all right. Compare Chicago to New York City with their, with their like, savory meat pies that they call pizza. Oh, come on. <laughs> I'm just anti-Chicago now because, like, they get all the wrestling. Because they get all the wrestling, yeah. <laughs> so they can they can go touch grass. They can go kick rocks in Chicago. Go watch your wrestling live. Go watch whatever else you got in Chicago. Riot Fest. There Screw you, you Chicago. Good night. God bless. And <laughs> fuck you, fuck Chicago. Chicago. <laughs> uh, thanks, guys, for listening to us. We will be back with all the other shows. Fully loaded show is going to be out on the Patreon. Uh, we got... Uh, Monday at some point we will be doing the double or nothing show on this feed so go look for that Monday or Tuesday when we drop that and then uh, yeah all the other stuff at up next podcast on Twitter you already know there's a Facebook page and a group go join that as well and uh, yeah that's it that's all we'll be back uh, when we do I am myself Braden Harrington I'm on Twitter and I am on Instagram I am at the Bray D and I'm at Davey Portman take care goodbye Be safe and fuck Chicago. (laughs) 
Hey there, BreezeLine has a holiday gift just for you. One month of free internet for all your family's gift sites, book flights, and movie nights. Get reliable, fast internet with speeds starting at 100 megabits per second for just $19.99 a month. Plus, free Wi-Fi your way home for the first 12 months. And your first month is free. BreezeLine wishes you all a happy and bright holiday season. If only they could give you a little holiday relief from all the matching family outfits. Service subject to availability. New residential customers and select areas only. Visit BreezeLine.com for complete offer details. Get ready, Ohio. FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, is coming to the Buckeye State. And to kick things off, you can get started with $100 in free bets as an early sign-on bonus. Plus, when you sign up today with promo code OHIO, you'll be all set for when FanDuel goes live in Ohio. Then you can bet on all your favorite teams in all your favorite sports with $100 in free bets. Just download FanDuel's top-rated sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 plus and present in Ohio. Bonus issued in non-withdrawable free bets that expire seven days after FanDuel accepts its first real money sports wager in Ohio. one Unique user identity verification required. Offer ends on the go-live date. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Ohio, this is your chance to get in on the action. Join today with promo code OHIO.